And uh, you'd remember the Treasury announced the increase in value-added tax from 14 to 15% from the beginning of April this year. So how much VAT has been collected since then and what sort of impact has this had on the Fiscus? Chairperson of the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants National Tax Operations Committee, Colin Wolfson, is with us in the wake of the midterm budget statement delivered this afternoon. Uh, Colin, good afternoon to you and thank you so much for your time on Afternoon Drive. We know there was a projected amount of $23 billion that experts thought would be raised based on the National Treasury's forecast of the economy growing at 1.8% GDP. Has that actually happened? Uh, good afternoon, Joanne, and the listeners. It hasn't happened as yet. We're bearing in mind that you know, we haven't had a full fiscal year since this uh, increase in the VAT has taken place. Um, but the minister did announce today that the collections are far better, a bit better than he has anticipated. But they are still anticipating a shortfall in total revenue collections for the year in the, you know, uh, 2019. I, I think today's this, uh, presentation of the um, medium-term budget was more flashing out what where we are as a state of the economy, and, and particularly our cycle welcomes the minister's explanations and more giving more details of the, say, president's five-point plan to stimulate the economy. I think that's more important because by stimulating the economy, we're going to hopefully reduce unemployment, improve poverty and inequality, and have an inclusive economic growth program which is sustained and strong. We Mm. need that to improve the unemployment and then improve revenue collections. So, so in other words, uh, sort of what appear to be quick fix solutions like increasing VAT are not going to be the the answer to, to what we've been looking to do, which is which is grow the uh, the the amount of tax coming into the uh, the fiscus. No, it's, it's not there. I think, but one of the points that was made, and I'm not sure it's highlighted enough, is that the minister has allocated sixteen and a half billion to SARS to restore the capacity of SARS. And I think that's going to make a major issue because. One, it's going to help the, the systems. And obviously, they've also mentioned about the major loss of key staff personnel. Uh, and hopefully, that's going to be bringing back people to, uh, to SARS who've got the experience and expertise. The Acting Commissioner has already announced that they're reinstituting the uh, large business center and making various changes to SARS to improve the, the, the revenue collection of SARS. Now, that's pretty good news because we know that illicit economy unit uh, goes after the big tax evaders and that will obviously bring a lot more into the fiscus. No, absolutely. I mean, we, we've all been seeing in the press all the comments about the illicit cigarette trade, uh, petrol trade, and SARS have made major inroads under the acting commission. And I believe that you know, hopefully he's going to stay there permanently because he's, he's already showing that they are making some fast, fast improvements to the revenue collections. Uh, tell me, the informal business sector we know doesn't operate within the formal tax sector, but it would inevitably be drawn in by having to pay the compulsory VAT on products. How has that contributed to what's, be, what's ending up in the coffers? I, I think over the last five years, there's definitely been a marked increase in the number of registered taxpayers. A lot of those people that we feel that are in the informal trade are actually registered as taxpayers. A number of those have registered for a turnover tax, so they're not... They are paying taxes, but on a different basis to you and myself who are paying on a normal system. They're paying on a basis of turnover. All right. And I think more and more with SARS's uh, expansions and drives, more and more people are wanting to be tax compliant and are registering as taxpayers. I think SARS's 
came to those numbers in the various reports over the last uh, year and a half, and more and more people are registering as taxpayers wanting to be compliant. Uh, tell me, in terms of, of government being accused of penalising the poor by, by raising VAT, in a strange sort of way, are the poor actually benefiting from these additional taxes in the long term if they're put to good use? Well, I think the, the, the most important statement is your last few sentences, or the last few words of that sentence, if they are put to good use. And I think that's the, the, the real strong message that came out today from the Minister, that they're going to be looking at areas like VBS and municipalities who have been understanding or uh, spending unauthorized uh, expenditure, wasted expenditure, and to cut costs. I mean, that is the biggest issue. We've been saying, a cycle we've been saying for the last couple of years, government needs to cut down its costs because the cost of financing the debt that it's incurred is exorbitant. The, state, the cost of running a, 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 a bloated government department, all the government departments, is extraordinary. We need to cut down on those costs. As an, a simple accountant, I'm going to, I say to my clients every day, you need to improve your turnover and cut costs to, to improve your bottom line. And I, I believe that our new Minister of Finance is well qualified to do that. And he stated that. He's, he's, they are looking at all these different state-owned operations the companies and are going to and, and government departments. Uh, but that's something that, that didn't really come up today. I mean, we know that the uh, the issue of, of government being bloated, the number of ministers we've got, uh, our high uh, uh, labor bill in terms of, uh, of the salaries that have got to be paid all the time. We know this is an issue, but we know that labor won't stand for it if, if indeed government decides that it's going to start, uh, shall we say, streamlining this, this particular service. Is Tito Mpoweni really going to, to, to head in that direction, given all the conflict that it could cause, particularly before an election. That is a difficulty that we've had over the last couple of years that, you know, the, the Minister of Finance would like to do so, take certain actions, but because of political pressure, he's not been able to do so. We're hoping that he's going to be doing this. He was actually interviewed after the actual budget speech and talking about government people who, government employees who resign, retire, pass away, that maybe they shouldn't be replaced. And that is one of the, the starting points one of the many starting points on, on reducing the, the overload of government uh, wage pool. Thank you so much for your insight into that story. Joining us on the line there, Colin Wolfson, chairperson of the Psyker National Tax Operations Committee.